cliffcentral.com. What's also important on a Monday morning is to make sure that your mental health is good. And this is where we check in with Dr. Hanan Bushkin. Every Monday we get to talk to him in It's Going to Be Okay. This week we're going to be joined by Tracy, who had two deaths in her family in less than a year. And that's led her to reflect on something that she wants to discuss with Dr. Hanan today. So I thought we'd welcome Tracy and Dr. Hanan. Uh, Doc, how are you? Nice to see you on a Monday morning. Nice to see you guys. How are you? Yeah, great. Always good. And um, obviously, you know, Monday's toughest day for a lot of people. Back to work. And uh, the month of January, particularly tough for people financially. And uh, we know that the most depressing day of the year, according to the Northern Hemisphere, uh, calendar people is is in January because they have terrible weather. You have that come down after Christmas. You have uh, financial strain because you might have overspent over the holidays. And um, many people are just thrilled that January is almost over. But I do want us to give our attention today to Tracy, who's on the line. Uh, Tracy listens to the show, and she has this uh, situation in her family where she's lost two people in less than a year in her immediate family. And she wants to discuss something with you this morning. So, hey, Tracy, you go ahead. Hi, guys. Um, hey, Tracy. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I've had two deaths, and it's led me to reflect on my own behavior, people's behavior, and just, like, why we are so mean to each other when the world itself is so ugly. Hmm already what do you mean the world is so ugly it's i mean people um treat each other badly um people get judged um it's you hear about crimes happening so often are are you just saying generally people are horrible to each other yeah well it just seems that way and and you're especially interested in talking to Dr. Hanan about this because you, you feel like after you've experienced death that w- we could find it in ourselves to just be a little bit nicer to each other. And you want to know what that might mean. Yeah, exactly. What what, what do you think okay, of that so, broadly, Doc? Okay, so broadly, there, there are two things. Number one is the concept of, of death. This is one of those things that um, children begin to contemplate probably from age seven and up, and uh, human beings just never stop trying to answer the question why and what does it mean. Mm-hmm. Um, people have nightmares about you know the end of it all, and uh, death is an ugly thing. There's no question because nobody, unless you're super religious. Um, and you subscribe to certain texts that tell you exactly what's going to happen once you die. How do you, even then, how do you, how do you really know? And human nature is all about trying to make sense of our world. The brain really likes predictability and control. So when you turn to someone, you go, Oh, you're a control freak. You like to be in control. Well, that applies to everybody. Everybody likes to be in control and be sure. able to predict what's coming up next. That's when the brain actually settles down and feels okay because now I can relax because I know what's coming up. So the moment I, you know, the, the world kind of presents to us the concept of all well, the eventual death, the brain goes, what does it mean? What does it mean? And especially when it's a loss of a loved one, then you ask, what was, what was it there for in the first place? And what's the meaning of life? So it death, especially of a loved one, Tracy, 
is a very difficult thing to grapple with because especially if you don't hold on to any kind of manual what it means for you to try and to try grapple with the loss of a loved one is the brain kind of spinning in a hurricane and it you start questioning everything and of course you'd see the world as an ugly place i know many people that question god uh once they lose a loved one or what was it here for and what is it designed for and why do we go through it it's a very difficult concept and that's the process of grief to go from you know the the reality of the loss uh, of a loss of a loved one to eventually the acceptance that that is a laugh and finding meaning in other things so death can really make us question our own purpose our own existence the meaning of the universe if you do believe in god people start questioning that which makes your lens of the world kind of like cynical like what what is it what what is it there for so it is understandable why you're questioning that but i will also say this to you i mentioned this a couple of times um on the show and i've had many conversations with people about the concept that i call the law of focused intent the law of focused intent people think the world is really whatever is presented in front of us and that's not really true the world is really what we choose to focus on and be intentional about and the common analogy that i've used on the show many times and we can use many different analogies tracy is that if i ask you to drive to my office so when you arrive i ask you how many red cars did you see on the road mm-hmm. you would probably say to me oh i wasn't aware of any but if i ask you to become aware of every single red car on the road whilst you were driving you'd probably see 30 you didn't track 30 30 were always there but the fact that you were looking for it suddenly it magically in inverted commas appeared into consciousness i love doing this exercise with all my patients that don't believe in this stuff i say to them how many pink cars have you seen in the last week and they'll say to me pink cars i don't think i've seen one in my life and i say to them I bet you you'll see a pink car today. The only rule is you got to look for it. And patients say to me, "I'll never find it. It's never going to happen." And by magic, through magic, they all phone me up later on or send me a photo that they've seen a pink car. The world isn't what's in front of us. It's what you choose to focus on. And yes, is there good in the world? Absolutely. Is there bad in the world? Absolutely. Is there evil in the world? absolutely are there ugly people in the world absolutely but you pick this up as long as you as long as you continue to focus on it so i always say to people instead of well you can wake up and you have a choice of what question you ask the universe you can ask the universe why does my life suck and give just give me an example and you will pick up all the red cards the universe will go there's a reason why life sucks there's the reason why life sucks there's the reason why life is challenging or you can wake up in the morning and go where are the opportunities that will make me better today and the truth is those cars exist too and you'll pick up on the pink cars so whilst i'm not naive and um, as a matter of fact i kind of err on the side of cynicism i do know that there are bad things happening please believe me but there are good things that are going on too the question is to ask yourself the right question so you're able to pick it up so you're able to see it so it's able to come up into consciousness and by the way the law of focused intent isn't about being naive and assuming that the world is rosy and there's no evil and there's no bad and people are not doing some really great damage to other people it is about accepting that but it's also mm-hmm. about taking responsibility to what i choose to focus on yes focus on the good 
fix the bad, make it better, but choose what you focus on or what you wake up with. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim Jong-un even picked up on it and said, the world isn't always what's in front of us, it's what you choose to focus on. Quoting you directly, Dr. Hanan. And, in, uh, you know, Kim Jong-un, to say that's some motivation right there. I mean, that's incredible. That's amazing. All the way from from Ooh. North Korea. It's amazing. It's phenomenal. Wow. And, you know, he's, he could focus on all the negatives. He could focus on hungry people in his country eating each other because they've run out of protein. But, no, he chooses to focus on his powerful military and his... You know, his attempt to uh, build a nuclear weapon. I think that's really important. And, 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 and you know what? Like people will go, well, isn't that like, aren't you like kind of BSing yourself into believing like and focusing on the good? The truth is the human mind is BSing you all the time. It's yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's you're always trying to kind of like make sense of your world. What's if we had to kind of dive deeper and we'll do perhaps this on another show into the meaning of life. It's a dark, dark, dark place. Mm-hmm. It's a dark question. So every day we wake up trying to kind of convince ourselves that life has meaning beyond whatever it is that we are doing. So if you're going to BS yourself anyway, you might as well just do so in a way that makes you feel better about your own existence. Don't fog. Life is too short. Tracy, life is too short. You know, you blink and you're 20 and you blink and you're 30 and you blink and you're 50 and you blink and you're 80. That's life. That's life. You ask old people how quick life goes, they will tell you it's in a split second. Right. You blink and boom, that's the end of it. So you might as well just focus on things that make you better as opposed to things that make you feel worse. I think that's uh, awesome. Is that what you wanted to hear, Tracy? Is that useful? Yes, definitely. All right. Well, you know what? Good luck, Anna. And and I'm sorry that you you, lost two people in your family. You know, this this has been a a tough two years for everybody. So I don't think you're entirely on your own. Not that that makes you feel better. But I do think this idea of what you focus on is your reality is just so powerful. And hopefully hopefully it'll get some other people thinking the same way this morning. You know, if you focus on, oh, this is what I don't have. Oh, this is why my life isn't perfect. Oh, this is why I'm so unhappy. Then that's what's going to come to you. That's what's going to keep arriving in your in your in your most present and conscious mind. For sure, for sure. And and you know what? And just on that, people say to me, Bachanan, it's not just me that reminds me of what I don't have. It's the people around me that remind me of what I don't have. Well, change the people around you. You can actually right. make a change of and surround yourself with people that kind of uh, celebrate you. You know, I, I love the saying. That goes, go where you're, where you are celebrated, not where you are tolerated. And that applies to people too. Be with people that celebrate you, not with people that just tolerate you or compare you to, to them or to someone else just to make themselves feel better. You know, if you want to make a change in your life, let this year be the one year that you do make the change. It's possible. Mm. You don't have to, to be in your position. If you don't like, you know, that you don't like the shirt that you wear, change it. You don't like your your hair, change it. You know, like we live in a in a society where our modern Marvel has been uh, is there to really enable us to be and do whatever we want. So the truth is, though, if you don't like your position, make it different, and that goes the same way for your feelings. If you don't like the way that you feel, learn how to make it better. Learn how to feel much more in control. And yes, listen, losing losing loved ones is incredibly challenging because it's one of those things where Unfortunately, time does. You've got to let time do its magic. There's yeah. no technique on planet Earth like a breathing technique or a visualization or an affirmation or looking at yourself in the mirror that will make that okay immediately. 
Tom has got some very magical ingredients in it that nothing else does that kind of allows things to piece together and integrate into your world. But whilst you are letting time do its thing and letting this, this, this cake of uh, grief kind of bake and eventually integrate, you've got to focus on things that are good for you. Focus on the pink cars in your life, things that are, that you are blessed to have. And Tracy, the fact that you're able to chat to us, and I'm sure your other family members and your, your friends and perhaps a sense of purpose and a job, whatever it is, that's always good to look for whilst you're letting this cake of grief kind of like integrate. Also, Dr. Hanan, just quickly, because, um, you know, I, I know we can't get onto several topics in the same discussion uh, on Monday, and we try to focus these a little bit more. But you can also look away from yourself some of the time. I think so many of us... Um, not necessarily in, in the case that Tracy's just brought brought up here or, you know, they're very, very deep and moving and very sad situations that people are going through. But a lot of people tend to only look inward and sometimes actually doing things for other people and looking outward is a great way to make yourself feel better. And, you know, Tracy, I, 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 I know that there are nasty people on social media and there are nasty people in the real world, but you can be one of those people who spreads the good and that counteracts them in some way uh every every good thing you do will will counter something bad that someone else is doing and i don't think that there are that many truly truly awful people wandering the earth just doing horrible things so we're probably in the majority those of us who are trying to do good yeah hmm. and you know what and go for it go for it um i think part of philanthropy is you know it gives you perspective in to just how um like lucky you are like doing something for someone else who maybe can't do, do that thing for themselves absolutely you know it gives you perspective mm. into thinking how lucky you are to yeah. be able to do that thing yeah you know you know to, to add to to your comments People think introspection and the self-awareness and going deep inside is so helpful. But as a matter of fact, at times it's actually destructive. At times it doesn't work. It actually can do the opposite. To turn inwards can absolutely annihilate you. And sometimes you've got to focus outwards. That's what during, especially during grief, Tracy, um, kids are an incredible source of, of healing because they force you to look outwards. You still need to make them lunches and you still, they still, they don't accept you not playing with them and not engaging with them. They force you to look outwards. Work is incredible because it forces you to look outwards. Yeah. Friends, family members, a hobby, whatever it is, it forces you to look outwards. This whole notion of like, you got to just be introspective and look inside all the time. It's, uh, that's a perfect way to absolutely annihilate yourself. So absolutely, <laughs> you must look outwards. Right, guys, I'm afraid we're going to have to call that to an end. But Dr. Hanan, always good to have you on. Thank you. We'll have you back next week with more. If you've got something going on, you've got an issue uh, that you need resolved, something you'd like some advice on, something very particular that you'd, you'd like uh, Dr. Hanan's expertise for, you can write to us and we will get you in touch with Dr. Hanan. Just send us an email, contact at cliffcentral.com. It's free therapy. I mean, why the hell not? You see how many people we've yes. already uh, delivered some free therapy to? You want some? Contact at cliffcentral.com. Thanks, Tracy. Nice to have you on. Dr. Hanan, always good. And uh, we will chat to Great you in a week. Awesome. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome see stuff. you then. Have a good week. Cheers. Bye-bye.
Cliffcentral.com